0: This is episode 103 of the Andrew Hines Real Estate Investing Podcast. Welcome to episode 103 of the Andrew Hines Real Estate Investing Podcast. I am here in sunny Florida. I managed to get out before they locked down the border and uh, I'm going to be spending some time down here prior to uh, coming back when I think the time is right. But uh, in the meantime, I've got plenty of episodes stored up and I'm going to be recording several Zoom sessions once I run out of those. So lots of content to come. Today's episode is actually really awesome. I had Spencer and Ashley on the show. They are Airbnb investors and managers. So they have their own properties in which they earn somewhere in the ballpark of about $3,500 a month on average for cash flow. And then they also manage other investors' properties for a small fee. So they found a way to turn their portfolio investing into a tangible business as well. They both work full-time jobs at the moment, but they're both looking forward to leaving those jobs and managing Airbnb full-time as well as their portfolio. Spencer and Ashley are also investing in multi family six units and up, and that's where they're taking a lot of the cash flow that they get from their Airbnbs and redeploying it. So it was a super interesting episode. I got uh, a chance to ask them all the questions that I had on my mind about rental hacks for airbnbs how do you optimize them how do you make them uh, earn more and uh, they were both just a wealth of knowledge and i know you're really going to enjoy this episode as always if you haven't already make sure you hit the like and subscribe buttons hit the notification bell so that we can stay in touch and you'll get notified as soon as a new episode drops and if you haven't already make sure that you leave me a review on apple podcast it helps more people to find the show and i would greatly appreciate it so without further ado please enjoy episode number 103 with Spencer and Ashley. Here we go. Hello and welcome to the Andrew Hines Real Estate Investing Podcast. I have Spencer and Ashley here to talk to us about Airbnb. Spencer and Ashley, thanks so much for being here.
1: Thanks for inviting us.
0: Yeah. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah. So Colton had you on his channel, I guess, and he mentioned to me that uh, I should have you on. I haven't seen your video there, but uh, I know you guys like to travel and uh, you're good with Airbnb. So why don't you just break it down for me right now, what it is that uh, that you do and, uh, and we'll go from there.
2: Awesome. Uh, yeah. So my very first property that I invested in well, was three years ago and it was actually an Airbnb. Um, I had a friend who was my partner on that first one. He, uh, he went through the whole student rental thing and uh, obviously did well with it at the time where the market sat and, and the price of properties back then. But as we saw a big increase here in the Niagara region where we're from, uh, the numbers became quite tight. And we had a few other friends that kind of mentioned to us, hey, why don't you do Airbnb? Like they, they showed us their numbers they were making. It was um, exponentially more than the student rental income that they were getting and they were going through all the benefits of how, you know, they're, they're barely there. They drop their bags off. They leave. They're actually rated on how they um, leave your place. And so therefore it's, it's maintained much better than, you know, potential long-term tenants. So it went through all the benefits and and we decided to do that. Um, so we, we paired that with the, the bird strategy, I guess. So, you know, it's a very common thing now. Um, so we bought a, a fixer that needed quite a bit of work. You know and at a very good price that when we put, you know, a decent chunk of money into it, we received quite a bit big of a return back where we were able to continue to roll that into other properties. So we had success with the first one. It was doing very well. It was cash flowing very well. And then when we refinanced it. Uh, we just kept rolling it into other properties, um, actually in the same area, just because that area was doing very well at the time. And uh, yeah, that's that's kind of how
0: we got started in the Airbnb side so of it. Is that all in Niagara region? Yes. Okay, like Niagara on the Lake, or sorry,
2: Saint Saint Catharines. Like yeah, Saint Catharines,
0: North Saint Catharines. Okay. Are you getting a lot of the the people visiting wine vineyards coming and staying at your your place? Is Tons. that your, your prime clientele? Oh.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. We get we get a lot of um, we get a lot of families too that want to visit the falls, but. The, the area that we purchased in is near a beach um, you can actually walk to the beach in like 30 seconds from all of our properties in that area mm-hmm. and it's so it's it's definitely very attractive on that end and it's within eight to ten minutes from all the major wineries in Niagara on the lake so it's uh, okay in a, in a very good pocket for that absolutely
0: yeah I love that region well when, when things are open I love that region yeah yes there's Same with yeah <laughs> um, yeah so on that note how are things with the lockdown affecting you I mean a lot of people in Airbnb kind of pivoted. Did you?
1: No, uh, not at all. We were actually almost busier this year than last year, mostly because the beach was there and people just wanted to get out of their little apartments in Toronto and they wanted a home and we have big backyards. They wanted to be able to get out and move around. Um, we still have, right? Like skip the dishes, Uber Eats, all of that stuff. A lot of places were doing takeout um, in the summer, high summer. People were doing uh, patios and all that. There's still stuff to do in the area. Um, yeah. So we, we were busy.
0: Okay. And, uh, did you ever end up investing in student rentals before this, or this was your first type of investment?
1: Uh, so we say no. However, I bought my first house, the house that we live in now. Um, it'll be 10 years this year. And I didn't know what house hacking was at the time. I just knew I was 23 and I didn't want to live at home. And so I bought a property and I had, uh, three students living upstairs and I lived in the basement for probably about three, three years. Okay. That's about
0: it. That's the house you're in right now.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay. So yeah, you had a little bit of a house hack going there. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> now how many properties are you at now for JVs or are you doing JVs or independently owned?
2: Um. So yeah, we have like, we had a few that are independently owned. A lot of them are, are JVs. Um, okay. So we have three residential properties. We had four, just sold that one. Okay. And we purchased a six unit apartment building last summer. And from the one house that I sold the first house that I invested in with my partner. We ended up um, putting a little bit of extra money and buying another six-unit apartment building as well. So we have two six-unit apartment buildings and three residential properties so far.
0: Okay, so you're you're at fifteen units, all Airbnb. No,
2: no. So those actually the, the, um, the apartment buildings are straight rentals. One of the six units are actually converting into eight. So it'll be uh, 17 coming soon. There's, we just got the uh, plans for, for the basement apartments. We're able to put two, two bedrooms down there. But, um, yeah, all the other ones, like the residential ones are Airbnbs.
1: Yeah. But we do also have a property management company that we run with uh, two other business partners. So we, we operate more Airbnbs. Yeah. We have
2: 10 other Airbnbs that we actually like run for, for a lot of investors and our clients.
0: Really? Okay. What, what led you to want to do that?
2: So similar, I guess when we started with the Airbnb, we realized that it is a very good market, mm-hmm. and um, I had taken a bunch of courses on Airbnb and like the algorithm and how to how to really make your listing stand out. And I, I just got the idea that there's there's a ton of people that are coming down looking to do this. So I, I started off by putting an ad out on Kijiji. That's how it really started. Basically, you know, property management. I was going to charge X percentage and just run it right. So someone from the GTA didn't want to run toilet paper down on a Friday night. They didn't have to, right? Because you'll notice with Airbnb that the income uh, potential is much higher, but there is a lot more work involved, right? You're not just finding a tenant and collecting rent every month. You're you're messaging and vetting guests, you know, every single day. And when you have multiple properties, Mm -hmm. there's a lot of things that can come up last minute. So I just felt there was a, a big, opportunity or a lot of problems that could be solved um with putting this type of service out there so with the market and and that it just ended up working out and started snowballing from
0: there so is that a re-rental strategy or is that like are you just giving them like a fixed monthly rate and then you're renting it out for whatever you can
2: yeah, so it's not quite rental arbitrage. That's actually what I started to try yeah. to do. I was actually down in Toronto trying to do it there, mm-hmm. um, but that's a different story. Uh, and then I just realized, hey, instead of us putting out capital on our end, why don't we just charge a fixed percentage? Uh, mm-hmm. It's up to them on their bills. They're covering costs, so there's really no risk to us financially whatsoever. And we just yeah. start. We just charge a set percentage. It just made it so much easier that way.
0: That's interesting. That's sort of what I did with, uh, with construction. So I was doing my own renovations, my own additions. and Then I got asked to build for other people. I'm like, well, actually that's no risk to me. And I just charge a fixed fee. So yeah, it's, exactly. uh, it's kind of a nice way to create some active income and, uh, pair it with your, with your portfolio income as well. So, Absolutely. okay, very cool. Um, what would just out of curiosity, I mean, I'm sure we have people who are in the area that wouldn't mind enlisting your services. Like what would they be looking at to have you guys do that for them? Yeah,
2: I mean, it varies depending on how, how much we're doing for them, like our mm-hmm. full package, like completely hands off is 25% of, of gross rents. Um, and then obviously, like, if there's other things that they want to handle the cleaning, things like that themselves, then, then we can mm-hmm. negotiate, but complete hands off are usually 25%.
0: I feel like for for your sanity, you probably more prefer to just do it all your system versus yes. you have other people, because then it'll affect you and your ratings. Like, well, like if you let somebody else clean it, and they don't yeah. do a good enough job, isn't that a problem?
2: Yeah, Absolutely. you just nailed it on the head. So yeah. we actually like we've turned down clients before just because if the property's not up to our standards, it now affects our investments, right? And yeah, it's not just per profile. Unfortunately, with Airbnb, if you have a really bad property that is performing horribly, mm-hmm. and you mm-hmm. get one star, two star ratings. It's going to bring your overall rating down. Yeah, because you're a super
0: effect. host. I'm assuming. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. When you don't want to, you don't want to lose that. What do you have to do to be a super host?
2: Um, so there's a couple of different criteria. You obviously have to have. I think it's up to 10 stays a year. Mm-hmm. You need to have over 4.8 uh, star rating. So mm-hmm. essentially, like five stars. Your response time has to be um, 99. like 99 percent or something like that, and. No cancellations. You cannot have any cancellations. The second so you, can't you cancel, cancel, I guess. The yeah. second you cancel a reservation, you lose it for a year. So those are the uh, the basic criteria for it. Yeah.
0: Okay, so I was uh, I don't know if you listened to the Sammy Khan episode on my podcast, but uh, yet, no. yeah, he was he was saying I, I've spoken with him and he's actually mentioned to me that he he figured a way out to to get around that. I, yeah. He didn't get into details, but uh, he said he figured a way around that. So yeah, yeah. There,
2: there's, a, I mean, there's a lot of tricks that you can actually do with the platform. Mm-hmm. Um, nothing that's advertised online, but there's, there's definitely ways mm-hmm. around it for sure.
0: Okay, what did you guys do for work before you were doing this? Are you well? First off, are you full time investors, managers of Airbnb, um, uh, and your portfolio? Uh, very
2: soon, we're we're okay. right on that tipping point. Yeah. So this. So yeah, we still have our full-time jobs. Um, so I work for um, Canada, like the big food company. Okay. Uh, so I, I manage the business, all the stores. I, I work with their, um, their buyers, their directors
0: there.
1: And, and then I work as an HR business partner for Walker Industries, which is a local company here. Um, but we are hoping 2021 is the big year for us.
0: The big year to make the switch. So, so I mean, I'm assuming based on the kind of income you can make on Airbnbs, you guys are able to save a lot of money right now between your yeah. properties yep yeah. okay right. and plus like st catherine's area traditionally hasn't been that expensive to buy no
1: traditionally yeah. Yeah. traditionally
0: like, yeah this year's like, a different story <laughs> the house you live in what'd you buy it for
1: oh 210 10 years ago <laughs> okay. right
0: have you and i bought it move
1: in ready i don't think we did much to it
0: have you refinanced it since oh yeah oh yeah yeah get some money for down payments okay yeah let's yeah you got it let's walk some uh walk walk through some numbers on airbnb and i'm going to get you to tell me some airbnb secrets if you if you got them but uh let's let's go through kind of you know an average month so actually let's kind of look at the different seasons so in the summer i'm assuming is different than in the winter right absolutely yeah much different let's let's go through month by month so jan feb march okay let's let's work through those months so january is that a good month bad month
2: New Year's Eve's right. great, yeah, the re- and then the rest of it's pretty is really slow. Okay,
1: you so, can still cover though. So we've oh been yeah. getting a lot. So our trick, trick number one is uh, we've been getting a lot of essential workers or people mm-hmm. who are down working either in the at the canal or in the hospitals, that kind of stuff, and they need to spend like two to four weeks in one spot, and that will at least cover.
0: Okay. So you, you'll, you'll get some, some uh, temporary workers. That makes sense. Um, okay. So your average January, um, can you give me an example from one of your properties?
2: Yeah, uh, sure. So like, uh, you know, we've got three to five bedrooms, for example, you can make anywhere from on a low, very low end to grand high end four to 4,500, 4,500.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. So, so we'll just say medium case 3000. Is that, a, yeah. yeah. Is that fair? Three is okay. F- yeah. February, similar numbers yeah yes okay and then march is it getting a little bit better or still the same
2: well traditionally with march break yes um but obviously with last year not so much so it was last year was about the same three grand okay Mm -hmm. we had a few Um, properties that did better because
0: of the essential workers but okay what about april
2: april was around like 35 i would Mm -hmm. say
0: okay so 3,500 picking up a bit and this would be like that property that's walking distance to the water.
2: Yeah. I've got, actually have those numbers if you want the exact, like I didn't, I didn't break it out month by month, but I have the total. Well,
0: we'll yearly. go through your approximate and then I'll take your total and we'll use that. Sure. So yeah, um, yeah, it might be, it so, might be way off on the top of my head. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I just, just to get an idea of kind of like what you, when you think about it, how you think yeah. the different months stack up. And I think that's valuable. So um, yeah. May, what do you, what do you typically expect there? More five to six. Oh, I would yeah. say. yeah, yeah. So that's what so i start. to up. Okay, so people want to take advantage of the water, kind of enjoy. Yeah, a little May 24 four weather. for sure. Yeah, both
1: mm-hmm. Canadian and American typically weekends. Big money. There. Oh,
0: nice. Oh, okay. Yeah, so people come up on the uh, Memorial Day weekend as yep. well. Yeah, okay. not this year, but usually. Yeah, historically yeah. they do. Historically, okay. So June getting better. Oh yeah, ten to fifteen.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Ten to fifteen thousand, really? Okay. Oh, so Yeah, w- wait for the just next, wait. Wait for just, the next two just, months. Yes. <laughs> Okay. So July, what are we looking at? 15 to 25. Okay. So I'd we'll say
2: close, 20. closer to 20, closer to 20 is yeah. we had one property that did extremely well,
0: July, August. All right. So August 25. Oh yeah. Wow. These are nice numbers. <laughs> I like the sounds. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. September. Probably back down to 18, 19.
2: And October. That one was like eight. Seven, seven
1: or eight? I say eight. I'm, yeah.
2: I'm I'm trying to compare two different mm-hmm. properties and All take the half. Uh one's a bit. Okay, bigger, so November That's thirty-five four. It slows right
0: down. Okay, so we call it thirty five hundred and then December. So I are, are, you, are you are you counting New Year's Eve? Yeah. Yeah, yeah well that's New, that's in yeah. December. Yeah, if you're counting New, yeah. New Year's Eve then like forty
2: five, four to forty five. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll call it four thousand.
0: Okay, so when I total up everything you just said to me, um so I'm getting about one hundred eight thousand in the year, and what what did you have?
2: That's actually like I mean it's a little high. It's pretty close. Like so, our smaller property did seventy five thousand, and then our larger one we actually just renovated, so it was only it was only open for six months, and that did sixty eight thousand in six months. So that one would be probably on pace to the 105 108 mm-hmm. next
0: okay year. so we'll, we'll call that one the 105 then so yeah 105 so then you're averaging um if, if that one was 105 and we're gonna we're gonna go through the numbers on that one so uh so that works out to be about 87.50 a month if you're 105,000 hundred and five thousand on a year mm-hmm. um let's walk through that property um first i guess we could do the income or we can do the investment first what do you want to do you want to you go through the income and expenses first you, sure. you yeah sure let's do that yeah all right. So, uh, what do you, first off, what is that house? Is it a bungalow? Is it, uh, you know, three, four bedroom, how many baths? Tell me about it.
2: So yeah, it's a, uh, it's, it's five bedroom. Um, it has no basement, just a second floor. Uh, it is like a very wide layout though. Mm-hmm. So it's, mm-hmm. uh, it was a complete gut, uh, full rental, brand new house now, uh, two and okay. a half bath and sleeps. I think it's 14, 13 people on Airbnb
0: wow 14 that's, that's a lot of people up, competing for a bathroom up to yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay so would you get that on the average group would they be would they have 14 people or no like i think 10?
1: the average group 8 would be 10. 8, to 10.
0: eight to ten. Eight to ten yeah, yeah. you okay. get a few that were like 13 12 to 13 mm-hmm. but...
1: but it is tight you're yeah. right at that point
0: do you try and aim to have stuff that can accommodate 10 plus like what's yeah. the yes. what's the sweet spot that's
2: the sweet spot. anywhere from like 10 to 14 is the sweet spot that's when you're profit okay. maximizing for
0: sure okay and I can't help but myself, but ask you what you paid for it. So, what'd you buy it for?
2: So, yeah, we bought it for three hundred forty-three thousand, but a year and a half ago. Yep. Okay, but and this and was how- like condemned. So, <laughs> we we had very cheap labor. We we partnered up with um, people that were very handy. Okay. So we ended up doing the full renovation for was like sixty-eight, sixty-nine thousand. I think it was our total was like sixty-eight point something. Mm-hmm.
0: Including uh, carrying costs, or what, what would it be including carrying
2: costs if you had to estimate? Including carrying costs, probably add another 15 onto that. Um, so I'd yeah. say, yeah, you'd be around like 80 to
0: 83. Okay. So we'll call it 83,000. Um, so purchase an improvement on that one, you're around 426,000. Did you refinance it? We, we did. Yeah. So we got it refinance I actually came in really
2: low, but still good enough Five, what, 501. What was the value on it? Was uh, that the value it, they gave? Yeah, yes. five hundred, five hundred, one thousand is what the right. uh, refi came in at.
0: Okay, so your new mortgage would have been what eighty mm-hmm. percent of that, correct? Yep. Okay, so that's about four hundred thousand. So your net investment here, uh, so so four hundred thousand eight hundred on a four twenty six. Uh, less the 426 that you've invested. So that leaves 25,200 in the deal approximately. I know we're, we're ballparking these numbers. Yeah. Okay, right. so, so now let's work through your expenses. So what are your taxes on that property?
2: Uh, so, I mean, our mortgage with taxes,
0: 1,943, but I think the taxes is 27, Yeah. Uh, okay, so we'll do 2,800. Um, Insurance on that, like you must have to get a special insurance for. We do. we do, so yeah, that's
2: three hundred and sixteen dollars a month, but it's a commercial grade insurance,
1: yeah. which we strong. recommend.
0: Yeah, which we recommend. yeah, don't mess around with that. Like I know don't. some people don't tell their insurance broker stuff, like that doesn't help you. That hurts no. you because no. if something ever happens, you're just not insured. So and yeah, something has that. happened, in yeah.
1: one of our properties, and and we were lucky to have it. Yeah,
0: so. exactly. Wow, okay. work every penny. What do you guys uh, budget for maintenance? And I'm not talking about toiletries, like just you know paint touch ups, miscellaneous fixes in the house. Like, what's your typical budget for that? Like five percent? Yeah, we usually do five percent. Okay,
2: especially because this is a brand new house now. Like, yeah, that's brand new. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, so now for uh, maintenance, we just did that. Utilities. Uh, what are you? What are you? Um, what are you typically paying on that house? So like
2: water is usually one ten, power is around eighty five, gas is sixty to seventy.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So I mean, call it two hundred and fifty thousand or 250 dollars, two hundred sixty bucks a month. Okay, so and then you, are, are we talking just straight like house numbers? Because a few other expenses
0: now with Airbnb. No, we're gonna go into the other numbers too. Okay. So the uh, so you're not paying management, right? No. No. Okay. But let's get like, into eh. the expenses. <laughs> Operating, uh, operational expenses for Airbnb. Um, so you have
2: your internet and cable because Wi-Fi is important, especially yeah. with nowadays. So we pay
0: so, $110 a month for that. So we'll just, yeah. So 110 for internet and cable, plus you're going to have toiletries that you're constantly restocking. Like what do you-
1: Supplies think? and then cleaning.
2: Yeah. So our cleaning is actually quite expensive. We're around uh, a thousand bucks a month.
0: Okay, yeah. so thousand a month on cleaning and then supplies—is that included in the thousand?
2: No, it's its about fifty to sixty if you're including like all toiletries, yeah. shampoos, mm-hmm. things okay. like
0: that, and condiments and all that stuff. Like that stuff gets used up; you replace it. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah. Okay, so on a monthly, you're so 110 one time plus a thousand plus sixty. So if we want to get that into an annual, that's about fourteen thousand dollars a year that uh, that you're putting towards that uh, lawn cutting. I'm guessing you pay somebody to do that we
2: do yeah i actually that that was kind of in our maintenance number i'd say that i'm just about lawn cutting and snow removal we have it's, it's 45 dollars a month what it averages out for the year
0: oh okay that's great deal man yeah, someone yeah can get we, great deals on that stuff
1: someone who kind of does it on the side so yeah it it's out. it's a yeah. friend of
2: ours he does it for like yeah pretty much cash it's it works out great mm-hmm.
0: that that sounds great yeah
1: He also does our garbage removal, which a lot of people don't factor in. Yeah. That you need to take the garbage off site and just doing it on the curb every Tuesday or Wednesday isn't going to work.
0: Well, yeah, because you're going to have somebody's going to have to go there. But I mean, the cleaning person could hypothetically throw it onto the curb if you got a good system for that. But yeah, Yeah. those they're not
1: always there on those days, though. Yeah. My
0: take is that Airbnb uses a lot more or creates a lot more garbage than the average homeowner uh, and their weekly basis. For sure. Yes, for sure. Um, Okay. So, Let's work into these, uh, these numbers now. So as far as mortgage goes, we said 80%. Um, did you get a 30-year amortization? Yes. Okay. And your interest rate? 2.85, I think. Let me check. All right. Does the bank know What's it's an, an Airbnb? Uh, I'm guessing the answer is no. No. <laughs> no. They can't no. know, right? So how do you no. get around that? Like, is this a JV? Does somebody else has the mortgage on this? Yeah, it was
2: two point eight five. and nailed it. Okay. Um, yeah. So no, this is uh, like again. So we we bought this originally as like an investment property. We we do have a lease on
0: these properties. Uh, okay. Do- so so you have a lease, and then is it a company leasing it, or is it a person's name? And then you just yeah, yeah, It's, it someone, it's someone. It's someone we know. Yeah. Yeah, it. So you got a nice little backdoor solution to uh, to make yeah. sure it works. Hey, you yeah. got to have your angle you gotta here because because the do. banks the banks don't like it. Uh, nope. yeah. But um, you know, same thing with the student rentals for me. Like, there's a way I can position them that it's okay. They actually are okay that I put you know five names on a lease. That's fine as long as I don't have separate leases for each one. I seem to get right. oh, okay, it. Fair. And then. Depending on the bank, they don't like it. No, some won't like it anyway. But depending on the bank, they won't like locks on the doors. Like if an appraiser says, oh, there's keyed locks on the doors. Right. They'll say, okay, no, we're not doing that. It looks like a rooming house. So just say, yeah, you always got to know the product you're working with. And then you got to work with somebody who knows how to get that financed. So uh, I'm assuming exactly. you guys hit your head on the wall a couple of times with that before a figuring it times, out. A few times,
2: yeah. Can you, can you tell them?
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the thing, right? Everyone like makes it look easy. Oh, see, you got it figured out. No, you you had to stumble, fall, pick yourself up, figure it out. That's it.
2: You yeah. learn as you go. You, you know, you you find the right team that that can make Absolutely. things work, and and that's it, right? Yeah.
0: These numbers are insane. Right. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so let's it's, just it's let's just go headache. through some of the basics here. Um obviously your work is in here. Like how much uh before I t- I tell the cash flow, how many hours are you guys spending on a month on one property?
2: On one property. Oh, yeah. that is so hard to 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 actually mm-hmm. like factor because the summer it can be crazy. And then there's times where we built up like a team where it's not so bad, but mm-hmm. per property, like maybe a couple hours, like two.
1: I'd say in high season it's it's higher. It's probably more like eight hour, like eight hours a month on one property.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, low five, season, eight. like
1: right now, because we don't have as many check in checkouts, or we have people staying there long for term. long term. Yeah, it goes down to like two.
0: <laughs> so your systems have allowed you, and the help that you've hired have allowed you to have a life still, even though you're correct. Yeah, we're expensive. not cleaning the properties. We're not even really doing maintenance unless it's
2: something really small um we have a, enough contractors and people in place that we can get things done just from a, a phone call or a text so that's really the mm. the grunt of the time right At
1: the the cleaners sink into our calendar we make them mm. co-hosts on our account so we don't i don't have to tell them every time we have a new booking they see it
0: they see it they do it i was gonna yeah, ask like who schedule. has access who has access to your account how you know how are they able to uh, mm-hmm. like are you guys handling the booking requests yourself yes yeah. So we split it
1: out. Since there is two of us, we do split it out. So typically I handle like the guest relations. So I Mm -hmm. handle the the booking requests or the questions that comes in. And Spencer usually handles a lot of the analytics in the background, the optimization and stuff of Airbnb. Okay. And then the other person on the account would be our cleaners and they have limited access. So they can only see our calendar. Um, And they, so basically we only tell them about last minute bookings, just to make sure that everything's ready, but otherwise they see it.
0: Okay, so now before I uh, get distracted here, let's go through your numbers. So thirty-year AM two point eight five. Your your monthly payment is sixteen fifty three ninety five a month based on my calc. It might be yep. a bit different, but that you'll be very close to that. So your monthly cash flow based on these numbers on that building. So once it normalizes and you have full years, assuming we, you know, can have Americans come across the border again, you're looking at like forty four hundred dollars a month net cash flow on one property.
2: Yeah. yeah, yeah, it won't be far off that. Like I said, in a good year, that'll it'll be very close. Mm -hmm.
0: that's wild. Now, what about HST here? So how how do you handle that? Is that in that 105? Are you collecting HST? Do we need to net this off?
2: We're not adding it as a fee, but we are, we we do have to net this off. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah. So so out of that 105,
0: you don't get to keep all of it. We have to, we have to reduce that by um, 13% basically. Correct. So we can just do a quick little divide by one13 and that uh, drops it down to 92. It's still really good. <laughs> yeah. Um. It, it just ends up being a, a touch lower. So here, let's see here. Yeah, you're still $3,400 a month in cash flow, even remitting the HST to the government. Now... I always ask when we we get into the HST discussion here. uh, Have you spoken with an accountant about the implications about the property and if that property would be considered commercial use? And then if one day you wanted to sell it, you'd have to charge HST to sell the property. Have you ever gone down that road, or are you worried about that?
2: Uh, Well, so we we do have a very good accountant. We haven't really. He hasn't mentioned anything in regards to like it being a commercial property yet. Mm-hmm. Um, because right now it's technically just seen as a rental or collecting rental income and we do pay taxes on the income mm-hmm. that we do collect. Uh, so I, I don't think that really would be an issue down okay. the road if we were
0: to go to sell. Yeah. Do you have a, like, you have a company that you run your Airbnb out of? Yeah. yeah so your yeah. So company is leasing it from your friend that's <laughs> leasing yeah. it from you. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's actually probably your saving grace. I mean, I'm no yeah, tax yeah. expert with that, so I but I've heard that there does need to be somebody in there to kind of totally uh, eliminate the risk there. So it sounds like that's probably going to help you. Um yeah, for sure. yeah, so you guys have got yourself covered a couple of ways there. Um that's pretty life changing though. That kind of cash flow um to someone, you know, if you have 3 of those, you know, you're you're at like $10,000 a month in cash flow, um getting to a point where I'm sure that that's you know, may, probably not replacing your income completely, but that's, that's going to be meaningful, especially where you guys live that, that can, that can be a quite a nice living in, in that area still. Yeah. I mean, I
2: mean, it's, it's very beneficial. It's definitely, you know, as we buy okay. more properties, it's paying yeah. for pretty much all of our renovations and we just keep rolling it back
0: into yeah. our growth. Right. Okay. So you're managing the rentals yourself. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you've got a team, um what would like say someone like myself because you you really aren't that far from from uh, me and i love the airbnb angle i i I especially like it on you know lockdown scenario where people aren't traveling they're wanting to go within the country more they're wanting to you know if they're not if they're working from home why not work from a cottage or you know a getaway spot the partners that you bring in on these type of deals what's your arrangement with them so this one specifically you mentioned there's a partner what's your arrangement with them
1: So they handled all of the renovations. So we just basically called Mm -hmm. them head of construction. Mm -hmm. And then we handle all of the, like the, the decorating and all of that. And then we bring in our cleaning team and then we run it. So after the renovations are all done, they're basically hands off now.
0: Okay. And did they fund the down payment?
2: Half, half.
0: Yeah. They They did half. Yeah. Okay. So it was just a strategic partnership. You're both sort of working partners. They worked up front. You were you're working now.
2: Yes. Correct. Okay. Yeah. Like we still. I mean, they definitely did a lot more in the beginning. We were still there, obviously, like giving mm-hmm. them our expertise and what we should mm-hmm. be doing and how it should be laid out mm-hmm. for Airbnb um, mm-hmm. specifics. But yeah, they did. They did a lot of the okay. work up front. And now, now it's our turn. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. So if someone wanted to like come into like the St. Catharines area. Like I love Niagara on the lake. That's where my wife and I got married. Like that's like, we really, really like the area. Um, if I wanted to get into something like that, what kind of properties do I need to look for? And, you know, do you still see opportunities coming? Are you guys still looking? So we'll start with the the, the first question there.
2: Yeah, I mean, there's definitely still a ton of opportunities, I guess to answer your first question, what type of property I'd be looking something like if you're looking in St. Catharines specifically, I would suggest North End, uh, as close to the water is always great. And anywhere near Niagara and the Lake is awesome, because you're getting a St. Catharines price, but Niagara on the Lake benefits. Um But yeah, three to five bedrooms. Again, try to fit in comfortably that 10 to 14 people range. Like obviously if you can have two, two and a half baths or even three full baths, that's that's ideal. Mm -hmm. That'd be the optimal setup. And especially now with, uh, quarantine and everything a nice backyard you need a nice patio yeah. set i'm telling you right now spend two grand on a t- two or three grand on a nice outdoor set you'll make an extra 10 to 15 just by okay. having that we saw so, that correlation uh, last year actually um it was pretty so obvious between the properties that didn't have it versus the ones that did
0: so make a backyard oasis Basically, you got yeah. it yeah i
2: mean yeah. we would love the pool and the hot tub but that just creates a whole nother can of worms i was gonna ask
0: you that's my next question pool hot tub what's the verdict on those we don't have any. Currently. I
2: wouldn't. Yeah, I, no? I will say. I will say they do bring in. Yeah. Probably they will bring in probably about ten to fifteen thousand more on those specific properties, just because I do have friends in this area that have a few with hot tubs and pools, but the amount of headaches and maintenance it creates, you know, you can add a lot more hours and uh, headaches onto that mm-hmm. weekly total per property. So. Yeah. The cash on cash is was good enough for us on the the ones that we have now. To, to we've thought about a hot tub for yeah. like slow season, but again, we haven't found anyone yet that would be willing to go over there at the same time as the cleaners to to service it
0: and deal with it. And, well, that's hot tubs are pretty easy, but yeah. uh, pools are a pain in the butt. Like you'd have to hire like a pool cleaning service. So yeah, you're yeah. gonna get fifteen thousand more, but you're gonna have to have them in at least weekly to to yeah. do. Yeah, like well, and with
2: this year cleaning. too. Yeah, (laughs) with this year, too, with the sanitization, it's just Mm -hmm. wasn't something we wanted to deal with.
0: It's a good point. Yeah, I know there's headaches. I just like sometimes I look at things like that and I when i hear people say oh i don't want to deal with that i'm like that sounds like an opportunity <laughs> when people oh, say things sure. like that i don't want to deal deal with that i'm like okay opportunity <laughs> yeah because yeah. if well, you feel sure. that way i'm sure a lot of other people do too anyone listening that does those kind of things
2: please uh please give us a call because we will put yeah. one in immediately <laughs>
0: yeah yeah i was thinking about like i was looking at a project not in your area but you know to do airbnb and i was thinking what can i do oh. to make it a destination like what would i need to do and it would be a little bit more up north cottage country yeah. uh, you know do i put hot tub in <laughs> i think to, you know, it, it would be on the lake so they could swim in the lake if they wanted to. Right. Um, you know, what what's my highest and best use when it comes to Airbnb or, you know, cottage rental? Um, so those are some of the things occurring to me. And I'm like, well, maybe I even take it further, have a snowmobile on site for winter use, you know, if I want to get people up yeah. there in the winter. Um everything's got a return. I guess the, the challenge I have, and I'm sure you would probably feel the same, is what kind of liability am I taking on if I'm doing exactly. something like that too? Yep. Yeah. Not really my area of expertise, but I mean, again, that's also like, that seems to me to be an opportunity as well. It, you know, just even go into those areas and offer it to other Airbnb or, you know, Mm Airbnbers and rent it out. I'm I'm thinking out loud right now, but. uh,
1: We also like to do a theme for our homes too. So like mm -hmm. the ones by the beach, we have like a beach theme. It's, it's decorated like that. Like people like like themed things where they can go in and feel like say a a cottage. So it'd be more like cottage themed, all of that stuff. They love those.
0: Yeah. what type of stuff are, are are you including, you know, obviously you've got your basics in the kitchen and stuff. Um, you know, are you all stainless steel quartz counters, like really nice or doesn't have to be?
2: Yeah. So that's a great question. Actually, we, yeah. we renovate them more high end. So we put in the, the granite countertops. We we chose granite cause quartz you can like burn and with Airbnbs, we just want them like as durable as possible. Um, stainless steel appliances throughout always and the bathrooms we usually have one that's like a showcase bathroom custom glass shower rain um, waterfall Mm -hmm. rain head uh, you know big open space and nice luxury tile on the bottom as well
0: so stuff that's going to show really well on photos basically you you
2: have less than two seconds to grab someone's attention on airbnb you need to have something that that separates you Mm -hmm. from from everyone else all
0: right and yes you do the really nice shower you obviously must have a very good photographer that comes and does photos for you
2: very. professional, yeah. Yes.
0: Yeah, that's, that's, uh, that's a game changer. An obvious one, but I'm sure some people would make that mistake. Definitely yeah, pay yes. for the photos. You'd be I've surprised how
2: many people do. If you yeah. take a look around in a lot of areas, I would say probably more than 50% are iPhone photos. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, that's, that's like the pain of my student rentals. Like when I didn't take good photos when they were vacant. I just like hate myself for it. (laughs) If I had just taken good photos back before there were people in here. Um, Yeah. yeah, You learn from those mistakes. Um, Okay. So in terms of like, are you doing board games? You know, what all are you including to like, to just make it an experience and how do you sell people on it in your description to make it an experience?
1: Yeah. So we, we have board games. Sometimes we'll leave books. Um, we have like uh we always get smart TV so people can connect to them like Netflix and stuff. So if kids want to watch TV or movies, um, in our beach homes, we have uh, beach chairs that they can bring out to the beach. We have beach towels, all of that oh. stuff. Um, there's a theme. So all like the colors are either blue or gray or white. Um, mm-hmm. the linens are all the same. And we advertise that in, in our listing, come to our beach house. Um, yeah
0: Yeah. do you give them names
2: no we 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 don't
0: i i've seen
2: that it's 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 very popular like we we try to do more like keyword stuff i guess that's gonna grab people's attention like we always want to have like niagara niagara on the lake in the title because i find that definitely helps with search rankings um but you know the one we have is on a beach called sunset beach so we made sure the one had sunset in it right it just wanted to grab people's attention and the picture the the I guess the the title photo mm-hmm. um, does that with the name, so we just try to try to make it catchy for sure.
0: It'd be real. I'd be really curious to see some photos. I mean, I, I don't know. I guess maybe you could share some of your listings. Uh, yeah, we can send yeah, you
2: we'll, a link that has all. Of them. Yeah,
0: we'll put it in the the show notes. Yeah, I'd love to love to see what you guys are are doing and and kind of how you're positioning it. Um, okay, any other. <laughs> Things you would share, you know, kind of tricks of the trade for people who are new to Airbnb, like I'm, I'm completely new to it. I've never done it. Um, I have definitely been considering it and I just figured, Hey, I'll, you know, be baptized baptism by fire when I actually do it. <laughs> yeah, but, seriously. uh, you know, what, what are some things that, uh, that are kind of tricks of the trade that people wouldn't know necessarily, or just, you know, really good, you know, kind of secrets that you guys have kind of picked up along the way.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess we'll start with the most simple one. It's it's not really like a secret, but finding a very reliable cleaning team is the most important thing. And mm-hmm. it is the hardest thing to find, to be honest. It's, yeah. it's your biggest red tape. Yeah. Um, you know, we've, we've tried a bunch of different ones. We now have like a very good team in place that, is mm-hmm. still expanding with us. Mm-hmm. Uh, so again, that's, that's number one. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that you can do with the algorithm to help your listing stand out. Like the first thing I would tell people in Niagara region is professional photos because 65% of the listings here do not have professional photos. So Airbnb actually recognizes that and will put you in a different category. And starting out is actually the most important thing because Airbnb will actually test you your first two weeks. They Mm -hmm. typically try to tell you, hey, your first four or five guests will get a 20% discount. What they're actually gonna do is give you an SEO boost. So they're gonna put you way higher than what your listing should rank. And you need to make sure that you crush it in those four or five stays because they're going to test you out and see, hey, how is Spencer and Ashley's place doing? Yeah. Are they yeah. getting good reviews? Are they getting good money? Because at the end of the day, Airbnb is going to promote good reviews and good income, right? Because the more the higher income that you can make off of your property, the more Airbnb can charge in fees mm-hmm. and the better experience you're providing. They're just going to keep bumping you up and up and up. So mm-hmm. having that first impression go well off of the gates with airbnb is a huge factor to kickstart your business then a lot of people don't really understand and and they take it for granted right they they kind of get lazy after the third or fourth one they let a thing slip they're like oh it's not that big of a deal but if you're not getting four or five five star reviews off the hop they actually will put you down quite low yeah okay we also
1: have a tip of uh um you can create Uh, check in check out messages that you just have to go in and click and they're all pre there so you're not constantly typing them out um we always look at the calendar every single day to make sure nothing's missed and obviously um guest response time is massive like if people are messaging you we are stopping everything to message them back always
0: yeah Mm -hmm. and sorry does that does that have an effect on your life and enjoyment though if you're constantly having to to do that kind of thing
1: I want to say yes and no, like, like, yes, you have to stop what you're doing and text them back. However, no, because we took a phone call and, and, um, did just rectified an issue on the mm-hmm. top of Whistler mountain last week.
0: Yeah. You were out in Whistler. I saw that you were traveling that, mm-hmm. uh, that looks fun. Okay. So you are able to travel. And I think that's a, that's a big part of your strategy. You guys want to have, have that freedom in your life. Yeah. Normal circumstances. You guys are traveling a few times a year
1: internationally. Yes.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah just not this year. A lot yeah. more.
1: <laughs> we did get a big trip in earlier in the year. We were very lucky, but otherwise no.
0: What's the goal here? Like, what are you trying to accomplish?
1: Time and money freedom.
2: Yeah. It's time. Time freedom is the biggest thing. Like we love to travel. Um, if any of you follow us, like I know you follow us on Instagram, you'll see that that's our biggest passion mm-hmm. and we're, we're kind of limited with vacation time right mm-hmm. now. So having the ability to kind of go where we want, when we want, is really the main goal. Mm-hmm. We obviously have a plan in place and what we need to do to get there. We are extremely close, but that is yeah. at the end of the day, like is, is the main goal. We're gonna keep growing our business because we're both competitive. Yeah. That's never gonna stop. Mm-hmm. But having the ability to, you know, book a one way flight and, and and kind of come home when we want to is also
0: a, a big goal of ours. But you already have that kind of set up now where you guys could be away for an extended time and in, in- the operations will continue
1: uh, it, yes. yes to a point however if we're like in a really big time zone away then we we hire out basically our portion and have someone else run it for us
2: yeah like we have people in place for messaging and stuff everything's automated so, so all you do that. yeah that's what i was gonna yes. ask like
0: why do it all yourself like why not have like i know it's for me i'd have trouble letting go of something like that because i'm like well this is my money maker like me me making yeah. sure bookings go smooth Yes. Um, right, why not hire that out? Have, have you hired it out, tried that, and didn't like it or or you are pretty comfortable with that now?
2: so we're actually so that's a great question because we've we've slowly been doing that with mm-hmm. us kind of being a little bit more hands on and now with the few people that we've we've had do this, mm-hmm. they're very comfortable obviously we're getting more and more listings with the uh the management business, mm-hmm. but yeah we we're, we're pretty confident that if we do mm-hmm. decide to completely outsource that that it it can be done so
1: and you're not getting too many messages right like anything if we're getting the same question over and over how do you work the tv we just put that right into the profile so that when they book they see how to work the tv so we stop getting those little questions uh and then it's really just check in check out messages
2: Mm -hmm. yeah a lot of a lot of times you you know you send the check-in message a day or two before Mm -hmm. and you don't hear from them they could be there for three or four days. You yeah. don't hear for them. You send your checkout message. They say everything was amazing. Thank you so much. And like that's it. Mm-hmm. That's Less awesome. than a minute. Yeah. So they they check in with like a keypad or you give them a key code. Yeah, all, we, we suggest keypads all the time. All always have a backup, backup. lockbox because those things do die. The batteries do go out uh, go on them. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, again, that's it just makes it super easy. We don't have to yeah. be at the property. It's it's completely hands-off.
0: Are they Wi-Fi connected? Those the keypads you use? No. We didn't do battery. the smart
2: ones. We wanted to do battery, but like I said, we always have the lock box yeah key option beside just because that some people don't know how to use the the smart locks yet
0: yeah i know they're they're always finicky too they're i I don't know like this is just like a geek out thing which ones do you use like which ones are the best because i I have keypad locks too and pros and cons to the ones i use
2: yeah we use the i always i can't pronounce the yeah Yeah, i always screw up the pronoun is
0: that the one that do you do the manual turn one or is it a motorized turn?
2: Uh, it's a motorized turn so you just yeah. type it in and it unlocks but there is a yeah. key option below so it gives you the the mm-hmm. option if okay because we've had that happen
0: yeah i hate the batteries dying on them so i use them for my student rentals i don't like giving mm-hmm. out keys and i use the manual turn one but sometimes it slips in the winter like when the weather's cold it'll oh, slip yeah. and it won't oh, yeah. turn. right um yeah so it, you know it's a little bit of a gamble whether you're gonna be able to get into your house but uh <laughs> So far so good. <laughs> I use it at home here too actually. Um Yeah, no, we use the same one. Okay. So, um how do you price? That is one of the uh the specifics I wanted to ask you cuz uh if you go with Airbnb's suggestion, they just want to get you fully booked up cuz it's more fees for them. Um how do yeah. you price to make sure that you're optimizing what you're getting?
2: Yes, yeah, so we use a program called AirDNA. Uh, You can essentially buy a subscription for any region that has a decent amount of Airbnbs um, and it will basically show you every single listing. It gives you all the data that you need. So how much it made, what the average price is, um, the top 10 properties in a specific category. So if you want to know what the top 10 properties on five bedrooms, two baths is, it will slice it down to that exact figure. And then we basically price it out per calendar uh, there. Like summer, we obviously set... Extremely high because in the summer season, that's your high season. You can be the last to book there. You know that on a Wednesday yeah. night, if your weekend's still free, people are probably booking on Thursday and Friday and willing to pay more to do that. So we'll set prices really high. And if people want to book that in advance, they're paying a high amount for it. Uh, and then we slowly will discount it if it gets closer, but not too much. Mm-hmm. The winter so you're, time, oh, you're sorry. pretty active in there then. Like, we are very yes. active. There yeah. are yeah.
1: programs that do it for you too.
2: Yeah. So again, to the automation yeah. perspective, we can set like a range of what we want to do and it will automatically go in and and, and, how, and
0: update it. How far out can people book with you? Like what's the furthest out they can book?
2: Nine months is
0: our, our longest one. Okay. And anything after nine months, they just flat out can't even search it. They, okay. So up to nine months, you've already pre-prepared all of that as of now, or is there a default yes. price that's really high that, uh,
2: well, there is a default price that's always really high, but as it opens up we can it'll we can manually go in and change yeah. it, or there are programs again, we're working with a few yeah. different ones. we're not huge fans of them though because they're a bit finicky but uh and
0: this is probably very valuable for you to do like to, yeah, to optimize yeah because it's yeah, valuable. so give me an example of what you can charge for a night in in the summer
2: uh so like weekends you can definitely get like at the places near the beach like anywhere from nine fifty to Thirteen hundred a night on the weekends, and on the weekdays five ninety nine to six or seven ninety nine, mm-hmm. and then that's that's the base price. We have that's essentially if there's a five bedroom, that'll be for five people, and then every additional guest will be twenty five dollars per person per night to mm-hmm. offset
0: some more yeah utility. oh so you do that so they have to tell you how many people and you price it you price adjust it automatically for them
1: yeah it's automatic
2: yeah
0: it's it's a a setting you can do on
2: airbnb so if there's eight people then you're getting an extra 75 Mm dollars per night for example
0: okay so going forward are you guys going to be more on building the business to manage for others or more on buy for you or just a mix of both keep growing them both
2: i would say a mix of both for sure like if there's a good deal that comes up We'll
1: buy it. We're we're more so right now focusing on the management business and growing our portfolio there. Um, We have turned our attention a little more into the long-term buildings, um, which is kind of where most of our attention is. However, anytime a listing comes up that we're interested in, we're always going out and looking.
0: Okay. So you're really, you're actively looking right now and would, would you be bringing on a joint venture partner for your next buy or would you guys just try and fund it yourself?
2: Yeah. Well, yeah. Joint venture. We actually like have, people that are are really interested a lot of people that want to get in on their first deal so we're looking for them right now and we're going to be partnering with them um so that's something that we've been doing
0: and the next deal would that be like the investor puts in all the money and you guys manage is that kind of the way that would work and they go on the mortgage yeah okay exactly all right now i would think you would want to do at least like one or two on your own before you quit your jobs and while you can still get mortgages is that kind of a thought process you're having or no
2: uh, yes and no. Like, obviously, if, if, if one, if a really good one comes up. We're not going to hesitate, but as Ashley mentioned, we're, we're moving towards more like the bigger commercial size mm-hmm. deals. Um, like our next one's going to be 15, 20 plus, like we have the capital right now on our own.
0: Okay. So do you don't want to acquire the small ones. You want to go buy apartment buildings just so, because yeah.
2: we want to scale up. We're ready to take the next yeah. jump. We have okay. friends that have done it and it's just exponential growth there. So.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So that wouldn't be Airbnb though. Those would just be regular rentals. No, no that's just, yeah. yeah. Okay, nice. So you're just going to use the short term stuff to feed the the longer term play. Um, And you do see yourself quitting this year, you see the numbers working out well enough for that, that you guys don't need to keep working.
1: We're hoping. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. probably not at the same time. We've discussed uh, quitting at different times. But yeah, at least
2: one of us this year. Yeah. Don't, yeah. don't tell my boss though.
0: I was just going to say, hopefully your <laughs> boss isn't watching. I'm sure they're not. <laughs> don't, don't, not don't, that plug the com- don't plug the company in there. Make sure
2: you, uh, you bleep that part out.
0: <laughs> okay. I'll, uh, I'll, uh, I'll do that. <laughs> your, your cue <laughs> uh, here will, will remind me to go back and do that. Um, okay. Um, yeah. It's been really nice talking to you guys. Um, wh- where, where should we send people if they'd like to know more about you?
1: Uh, so our Instagram is Spencer and Ashley
0: spencer
2: and ashley and our, that's actually super Our easy. property management companies uh travel lux property management
0: travel lux All Properties.
2: Instagram. yeah
0: okay cool well if you could yeah shoot me those links i'll put them in the show notes any words of wisdom before i let you go here
1: i don't know what do you have words for wisdom
0: new investors investors wanting to grow um,
1: honestly just go for it get like, started yeah, yeah just like- do it
2: When I when I first started, I read every single book under the sun. And at the point, it just became so repetitive that until I started actually going out and taking action, I wasn't learning anymore. So just if if you're thinking about doing it, just jump in, do it. Obviously, Mm -hmm. do your research. You know, don't don't just jump in without doing your due diligence, but just take that leap. Right. That's that's the biggest advice I would give
1: and have a backup plan. Like yeah. even if you want to do Airbnb, make sure that you know that yes. if that fails, you can still rent it in cash
2: flow. Have
0: I'm up. so glad you brought that up. So so your <laughs> properties, would they all pretty much work even with a monthly rental? They would okay. they would still cash flow?
2: Absolutely. Definitely. Because yeah. we've obviously looked at waterfront properties that bring in more income, but then that kind of messes with your yeah. contingency plans. You're just basically at the mercy of the market at that point, hoping that you can yeah. get what you paid for it or more if you had to sell or stop Airbnb-ing it.
0: Fantastic lesson to wrap this up. Yeah, with Airbnb, you never know what regulation might come in. We don't know what our government might do, lock things down again. Um, Mm -hmm. So just having that ability to pivot to long-term rentals, I think is such a critical thing. And plus, you guys already have other rentals that are long-term, so you already hedged against that in your portfolio. Um, So that's a nice setup. I think early on when people get started, they might be all Airbnb, which they're taking a bit more of a risk. Uh, But if you can kind of diversify it a bit, that's a that's something I would be more comfortable with. So yeah,
2: absolutely. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, definitely. are.
0: (laughs) Awesome. Well, it's really, really nice meeting you guys. I I really appreciate you sharing all this. And um, yeah, I'll certainly look forward to watching your progress and and kind of hearing more as uh, as you have more successes.
2: Awesome. Well, thanks Thank a lot, you. Andrew. Appreciate you having us
0: on. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode. Please make sure to share this episode far and wide. Help it help more people. I really appreciate you tuning in. Thanks. I'll see you on the next one.